To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Run Disney. Today, we're two Disney fangirls missing our Teresa, but, you know, we probably know a little more about Run Disney than most grown women should. Considering we're ad-libbing here, people. We're ad-libbing. <laughs> Considering it's kind of our whole identity at this point, it's kind of ridiculous. But to say the least, yes, we know we know Ren Disney and we like to talk about Ren Disney and that's what we are bringing to you today. My name is Jane and you can find me on Instagram at realmousewifewdw. And I'm Patty Holiday from the No Guilt Universe, which is noguiltdisney.com, No Guilt Fangirl, No Guilt Life, and No Guilt Travel. All of those websites have all your no guilt pop culture slash Disney needs all over them. You can also find me at all socials at No Guilt Life. And today we are going to talk about summer in Disney, just information, like things you need to know and what we, where we came about. I know we've t- talked about Ren Disney a lot on this podcast because it is one of our favorite topics. We also think it's one of your favorite topics. So we figure more Ren Disney is always welcome, but We've noticed a lot of um, newer folks coming into the community who are running their first period run Disney race or the first time they're going to wine and dine. And they want to know why, you know, what do I need to know about wine and dine versus, say, princess, which I did last year, that sort of thing. So that's kind of where this idea came about is we're trying to come up with one thing or, or one, you know, good tip that we can give you about each race weekend that you maybe didn't think of or that's a little bit different than the other race weekends. So if you do have experience with other race weekends, but you're going to something for the first time and maybe you just need to know a little bit of information about that, that's what we're going to try to get you. So we're just going to go in order of events with Wine and Dine being the beginning of the official Run Disney race calendar every year, which is something you need to know, especially if you're going to aim for that perfect season uh, thing that uh, some folks are talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I will link this in show notes for you. You can go and find it to kind of learn about the perfect season. Probably too late for most of us to sign up for a perfect season at this point since everything is sold out. However, uh, races will go on sale again next year and you can kind of plan accordingly. But Wine and Dine is the first race event of the, of the year, and it happens every November. It happens the first weekend following Halloween. That's typically the the time frame that Ren Disney assigns it to. So when people are like, when is, when is it going to be in 2025? When is it going to be in 2026? You can kind of look at a calendar and figure out that that's generally where they place it. Could that change? Of course it could change. But if you're just trying to guess, you know, where it's going to be, that's what we know about wine and dine. And that's something to for your future planning. Jane, you like wine and dine, I think, way more than I do. So no. tell you, <laughs> Really? No. I th- I thought no. I, I thought this used to be like one of your favorites. Okay. Maybe. I mean, there could there could have been a time because to be honest, there's a time that I like all race weekends. And it's usually it's usually on the day I sign up because that's the day you get the most high as far as I'm concerned because you're Honestly. like, oh my God, this is so great. It's so fun. And you haven't had to train or actually run it. 
Absolutely. Yep. A hundred percent. I think we've all so, had that feeling. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, every time like when people sign up for like their first like marathon or their first dopey and they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, this is like the first time you buy a house and like the day you make the offer and get it accepted where like you've given no money, but you have this future ahead of you. You're so happy. Like <laughs> It's like, that's what it feels like. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah. So wine and dine. I would say that, so my biggest thing with Wine and Dine is it is the best value of all of the races. And this is kind of, you know, a little bit controversial because let's be honest, Disney races are not cheap races to begin with. But Wine and Dine Weekend is the only one that they give you an after party with your race registration Mm -hmm. so you get the wine and dine after party for free included in your race registration that they have sunday night and i should say i should be specific it's only included with the half marathon registration if you do the 5k or the 10k it's not included but you can purchase a party ticket to attend but if you do the half marathon or you do the challenge it's included in your party ticket which is great because none of the other race weekends include it. And I don't know that they're doing it this year because I haven't actually looked. Patty, you might know this, but they used to do the gift card. Are they still doing the gift card? I don't know. Um, they had it run a half marathon. <laughs> that's a good question. I haven't looked at this year's information. Uh, but yes, in the past, you got a $10 gift card as well. Now, I will tell you, I bought the standalone party ticket for myself last year. Uh, because I don't run the long distances anymore. Um, that time has passed for me. Uh, I don't run the long distances anymore. So, But I did want to go to the after party to check it out. And I did not receive a $10 gift card with that purchase to the best of my memory. So I feel like if that is a thing, it only comes with your half marathon purchase. Okay, so I am looking on the website right now, and it includes, so if you are getting it as part of your race registration, you get a $15 Disney gift card. Okay. So that is is included. Listen, like, yeah, you're, if, you're, if you're looking at your budget and going, what's the best deal, this is the best deal as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Right. Like, no other race weekend, first of all, gives you money back. <laughs> Good point. Good point. All they do is take money, <laughs> but also give you this after party option. It's a it's a really cool option. I mean, I'll be honest that all the times I ran it, I think I've only gone twice, mostly because I'm local and I get to go to food and wine a lot anyway. And mm-hmm. so by the time it gets to Sunday night, I'm usually going to work in the morning. Like there's all these kinds of reasons of like why I don't don't go. But if I was here on vacation. It's definitely something that I would take advantage of. And like, it's cool to have the spirit, like everybody that's there is a runner or you're supportive of a runner. So like, it's just, it has a really cool vibe to it and it's after hours. So it's special. There's a lot of fun characters that come out. So I would say best value weekend is wine and dine. I think that's accurate. Uh, and and from the the travel agent perspective of things, I can also attest that when you first sign up and you first book your room, you are going to sign up for rack rates. However, fairly often, it's absolutely not guaranteed, but fairly often we will see discounts come out at a later time for those dates. And so it's a matter of just <clears throat> going in and 
getting them apply, basically rebooking and, and putting you into a discounted room versus the full price room, which your travel agent can do that for you. So you don't have to mess with it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you can definitely, again, the value is added there as well, because some of the race weekends do, they don't offer that. Like we don't typically see as generous of, of, of discounts. And I will say that this year's Wine and Dine had a lot of discounts um, sent out. A lot of times, especially in the, the past probably five or six years, when they have announced discounts at hotel rooms on property, people get real excited about it. But the truth is that the the amount of rooms that they offer at a discount are super limited. This year was the first time that I think everybody that fell into one of the categories that they were offering as a discount, I was able to put them easily uh, and and get get everybody a discount that they wanted. The the one exception I think was like Pop Century. I think the generic twenty five percent off or whatever wasn't being given at Pop Century for whatever reason. Um, but I think I think that was the only one. I have to look. I I may be confusing my weekends, but I think that was the only one that I had a problem with. But every everything else, we were able to find people like discounted rooms and get them you know set up with a discount. So yeah, wine and dine. It's a good value. Um, your only negative that you are going to come across here, but I think this is blanket. We can say this for pretty much all of Florida, but wine and dine really does have this reputation for being funky when it comes to weather. It rains often during the wine and dine. I don't, I don't know what the deal is, but that weekend can be tough. And, um, last year, for example, it, it did rain a little, can't remember if it rained or not, but I know it rained at the after party or the after party was like Jane was talking about how it's got this great vibe and whatever. I didn't feel it. Like I felt like I was walking around a dead empty park, which was great because I don't mind, you know, being by myself at a theme park. That's awesome. But it was, there was not a ton of people out. A lot of people did not come to the after party um, when I was there last year, or if they did, they were in a different section than I was in. Cause when I walked through the world showcase, it was like wide open. There was, you know, people were getting in line to take pictures with characters, but that was it. Like the, I literally could have like done cartwheels through the, the walkways. It was crazy. That so, but crazy. if you're, yeah, but if you're down for that, like you might be down for that. Right. And, and they did have um, a good DJ and they had some good music being pumped in. So, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible by any means. It just was interesting because I, the last time I had been to one of these after parties, um, it had been pretty packed. It was actually like wall-to-wall people and people had been complaining about how many people were there. And so i that's what my expectation was. And it wasn't like that at all. But this was also the first year that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy um, Cosmic Rewind was open. So my understanding is a lot of people like flooded the front part of the park and were getting in line to ride Guardians. So that could have been why there was nobody in that back section during that time. I don't know. Oh, that's a good point. That's you a good know, point. Yeah. So so your mileage may vary. Like if you listen to this and go, oh, I'm definitely going then because there's like nobody in the park. It may be totally different this year. Maybe. Yeah, Because exactly. Guardians maybe, has maybe been not. around for a while. <laughs> maybe not. Right. Exactly. So just a heads up. It was it was interesting. It was an interesting experience. Okay. So that's the other – well, I was going to say one other thing about Wine and Dine when you were talking about hotel rooms mm-hmm. is that where Wine and Dine falls is – 
a great time. If you're going to make a longer vacation, you can hit Halloween and Christmas on the same leg. 100%. So you could get Halloween if you come in right before wine and dine in certain years. And then if you stay just right after the weekend, you'll get Christmas. So if you're a holiday person, then this is like a great weekend to be able to come and sort of be in the middle of it. You won't necessarily get either or like if you stay long enough or come early enough, you'll get one and then the other. But yeah, you usually get to see some of the Christmas decorations that go up right before. Like I know usually all my pictures have like Christmas decorations in them. They do. Right yeah, now. yeah. It's it's definitely a two they for a weekend. Snap their fingers. Yeah. <laughs> they snap their fingers. They're like, boom, it's Christmas. Yeah, so. yeah. They do. They do. Now not like full, full Christmas, but you but enough Christmas that if you have a Christmas heart but you just can't stick around, you'll get some of that Disney Christmas and you'll love it. So very, very good point on wine and dine, which is I think also for all those things being said, that's why a lot of people love it the way they do. We're not going to go into like logistics and, and what everybody's races, because to be honest, they're all pretty much, it's pretty much the same. And we do have podcasts that have talked about that before. Just look through our library and you'll find some good Run, Run Disney discussions. But if you want more of that and you have specific questions, throw them our way. The No Guilt Disney Facebook group is a great place to find us. Uh, we are always open to talking more and more and more about Ren Disney. So again, if we're not quite scratching your itch, you know, just let us know what it is that you want more details on, and, and we, we'll, we'll definitely set that up. Marathon weekend, marathon weekend. We're going to jump to marathon, and and I and I'm going in order, which is why we're going to marathon. In some ways, we should save marathon weekend for the end. For last, yeah. yeah. But we're going to go in order. We're not. Yeah. Of time frames, but we're not. But I'm just saying, like, we recognize, and you'll hear why, uh, Marathon Weekend is, well, it's the biggie. It's the granddaddy of the Run Disney races. What's special about about this race weekend that you think so, people should know or recognize? <laughs> yeah. So, so I would say that what people need to recognize is, like, this weekend is exactly that. It is special. And... There is something for everyone. So you get the traditional 5K, 10K half marathon, which you'll find at Wine and Dine and Princess. But there's also the full marathon. So it's the only weekend in the year where they offer a full marathon. Plus, there's also the option for Goofy. There's also the option for Dopey. So there are runners of every level, walkers, runners, just this is the kind of weekend that you can come down, you can bring your family, and there's something for everyone. The kids' races, like this is a whole four or five day weekend that is like completely immersed. No for kids' runners. races just yet. They haven't come well, back. Well, they're going to be coming. Yeah, some, someday they will. But yes, 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 yes. They're going to come back. Yeah. So, and honestly, it doesn't affect me at all, but, but they're going to come back. But that's the point, right? So this particular weekend, it has it all. And this is the, if you're going to go and you have multiple people in your party that, you know, this one wants to do this and that one wants to do that, I would say just settle on Marathon Weekend. It's January, which again, Patty will say hit or miss, right? Like mm -hmm. With weather, it can be hit or miss. I would say it is the highest chances of getting freezing temperatures. But in recent years, although I do like to say that it's usually in even years, it seems to be super hot. And in odd years, it seems to be cool and or temperate. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. I, <laughs> you know, weather here changes in five minutes. So 
But I would say this weekend is absolutely special and magical just because of the sheer size of it. And and it's also, you know, Run Disney as a whole, I think, is a lot of first timers. And so this is a lot of people's first marathons. And even if you're not a marathon runner and that is not your jam and that is not your thing and hi, you know, I've done one, we'll never, ever, ever, I like safely can say I will never, ever do another one again. Don't try to tell me you'll change your mind. I will not. It is done. Like it, it's it's over. But But it was a really freaking big deal for me and it was a big deal to do it. And, but as somebody who goes now and does like the 5K, maybe the 10K, I still recognize and I love going out to see the marathon runners go by. I love cheering the marathon. Like there's that saying, you know, if you want to, what, what is the saying? Is something about if you want to restore your faith, faith in humanity, go watch a marathon. Like that's no joke. And especially I feel like with the Run Disney community and with the type of runners that they they pull, yes, there are some super awesome, fast, like crazy, crazy leg runners that are so cool to watch fly by you. But it's that that middle, the back of the Packers, those people who are really just like going, I never thought I could do a marathon and here I am doing it at the most magical place on earth. And it literally is magic. So even if that is not your race, going and watching other people do that is a very cool experience. And so, yeah, Marathon Weekend is just probably like the, I mean, we, we say magical when it comes to Disney like all the time, but it honestly is like, it is, like Jane said, like it's about runners for runners. You know, it's the runners weekend. And it is also probably where if you are a more serious runner, more um, competitive runner, this is probably the weekend that you prefer to run at. Um, between this and Wine and Dine, I would say, are the two that that are probably which are going to most appeal to you. But uh, yeah, the vibes are just, it's just electric. It's its very, very off the charts, um, I think, when it comes to this. From a travel agent perspective, again, this is one of those race weekends where we sometimes get discounts. Not always. It kind of depends on where it falls and, you know, what the rooms are looking at. Uh, but this one also seems to be, in recent years, one of the harder ones to find a, a value or moderate hotel if you wait too long. So if you are planning on running this race, my suggestion is, you know, go ahead and make your part, your, your hotel reservations as soon as you can if you want to stay on property because that will fluctuate. It will change. It will book up. It will become a little bit harder to do the closer that you get if you're a last minute person. This is the probably the weekend that I would say try not to be a last minute person if you can uh, and go ahead and get that booked. All right. Where 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 are we jumping to, Patty? Oh, I'm doing like the, the Taylor Swift like heart hands right now. I know. <laughs> zooming, zooming in on on my notes here um, with, with Disneyland. Um, because we're going to talk about the Disneyland Run Disney weekend. Now, there's a few caveats that we have to throw out here. First of all, psh, we are unabashedly team Disneyland all the way, okay? So between Jane and I, like, we love it so much. It's ridiculous. So much. <laughs> <laughs> so much. But, and, and you're going you're gonna to know that. But specifically, like, running at Disneyland – 
it's just cool. Like we've just, both of us from the get go, like this was our favorite place to go and, and do for various reasons. We'll throw some of those out at you here in just a minute. But this Disneyland half marathon weekend is a change uh, from previous races. Cause in case you weren't aware, um, 2017 was the last time we had a run Disney event at Disneyland. That was the Avengers half marathon. Well, I think it was called superheroes, superheroes half marathon weekend. Um, it was the last race that they did and then it stopped and they gave us the reason that they were doing all kinds of construction and they just couldn't have any place for us to run through, which in hindsight, I can see what they were saying, but I, there was also this rumor that there was some conflicts with the city of Anaheim, which I think probably also played into that. But anyway, it's been a very long time since we've had these experiences at Disneyland. This race weekend originally was the Tinkerbell Half Marathon weekend, and then they moved Tinkerbell to May, and they turned this race weekend into the Star Wars Light Side weekend, and then obviously now they're changing it once again, and it's going to be the Disneyland Half Marathon weekend. We don't know the backstory as to why they've done that, but they've done that, and that's what we're looking at for this race weekend. We expect it to run just like the Tinkerbell did and like the the light side did, like as far as logistics are concerned and that sort of thing. So I don't expect any big, big surprises there. Um, at least I hope not. I hope the expo is still at the Disneyland Hotel like it always has been. I hope- It the, is. Okay. I hope the race yeah. start and finish are going to be in the same locations on, um, I think it's Disneyland Drive, right? That we usually started on. So I hope all that lining up is going to be, I hope we finish by running- you know, past the big hat at the Disneyland hotel. Cause it makes some great race pictures. If you are lucky enough to have that photo pass photographer in the right place. I hope all of that is still like how we finish, but we don't know a thousand percent because it's newish, you know, for this year, we're just going off of our past recollections, but what you need to know about Disneyland race weekend, Jane, what, what do you want to tell us about this race weekend? It's absolutely one million percent the best of all run Disney weekends. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we have to caveat this a little bit because there are people that complain. Sure. And and I, and I want to throw out, I, we hear your complaints. We recognize your complaints, but I just want to tell you like why I did not have those same complaints. And trust me, I am a big like I need distractions. I need entertainment. The only reason I started running was because of the theme parks. Like you let me run through my theme parks and you showed me characters that I could stop and take pictures with and whatever. That was my distraction. That was great. If you are running the half marathon at the Disneyland half marathon weekend, you will be out of the parks very early in your race. Like you will basically get park experience probably the first three miles ish. And then after that, you will be on the streets of Anaheim, which are not the streets of Disney World, okay? They are, they're city streets. It's, it's a very urban area, right? And so a lot of people complain about this. But what I like to point out to you and to remind you or to give you the heads up on is that this is the perfect mullet race, okay? Party in the front, business in the back. So what you're gonna do is you're going to take those first two, three miles and you're going to jack around in the parks. You are going to take all the pictures. You're going to stand in all the lines. You're going to get your castle run through shot. You're going to pose for the cameras. You're going to do all of those things 
that make a Disney race a Disney race. You are going to take way too much time. You're not going to look at your watch. Do not look at your Garmin. Do not try to figure out how slow or how fast. Or Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, okay? For the first three miles, you're just going to do whatever fun you want to do through the parks because once you get out onto the road, you got 10 miles-ish to make up your time. And you'll have plenty of room to spread out. You'll have plenty of space to make up that that the 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 the, the, the running that you need to do. Um, you will still get entertainment. They will still have all kinds of things out there. Um, but you'll it'll be more things like uh, high school bands or cheerleaders. Um, they in the past they gave us cosplayers, like we had Star Wars cosplayers, up, you know, for that race, and we had. Avengers cosplayers for the Avengers race. So Disney will do something out there. It just won't be the traditional, like you won't have Mickey Mouse standing on the streets of Anaheim taking your picture. That's not going to happen. You won't get those characters. That only happens in the park. But my point is if you're worried about time or you need to make time up or whatever, you have like 10 miles-ish to do so. So you're going to be good. And I say that as a very slow back-of-the-pack runner who completed every single half marathon at Disneyland without problem without even seeing a balloon lady. I never even ever saw one and I am slow, 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 slow. So I'm just saying, it's going to be good. You're going to like it, but you got to go in with the right mindset. It doesn't suck when you leave the parks. It's just different. It's more of a traditional road race once you leave the parks. But then at the end, you get that magic when you come back on property again. They, they, they make it, they make it worth it. It makes it worth it. Yeah. So, and that's the thing about that's the thing about this weekend is that the 5K and the 10K, they're completely on property and completely in the parks. And so I think we run like one mile in the 10K that you're like outside of the parks and yeah. then the rest of it, you're running in between yep. both the parks and downtown Disney and everything there. The 5K and, then the 5K and the 10K is more than makes up for it. Yeah. Yeah. The 5K is completely in between all of the parks. So you get so much park time and and yes there is t plenty of time on the back half to make up for all the fun that you've had in the parks at the front of the race it is however there are cutoffs and things so you still do need to worry about like you got to get out of the park in like certain times yes, in order yes, to be able to yes. hit the roads like we don't want to say hey just hang out and take your time forever and ever that's not true either but what I like about it is, yes, then you hit the roads and you just kind of cruise on the roads. So like, oh, cool. I've taken all my pictures. I've done all my fun, which by the way, if you are vain like I am, I'm taking those pictures while I still look my freshest. I don't want to be taking pictures at mile 10, 11, 12, 13. I look disgusting. <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> right? Like, I want to go when it's still dark out. I haven't started to sweat yet. I don't have that kind of glow. Like, those are the pictures that I want. So if you're vain like me, this is a wonderful little race weekend. But then when you hit the roads, even though it's not contained roads like here in Florida, it's entertaining. Like, whether you, you know, yes, like, is it beautiful Disney entertainment? No, but there's something distracting about like running past cars, running past, you know, running past houses, running past hotels. Like at least there's something to look at and distract you from why do I pay money to do this? Well, yes. And, and I will also say like, I always felt very supported by the people of Anaheim. I felt oh like my gosh. everybody the comes out. Supportive. Yeah. It, it's great. So again, like 
you're going to hear, why do people love this so much? Yeah, it's different. It's different than the Walt Disney World experience. That is absolutely the truth. You're going to, again, you'll, you'll run through some neighborhoods. You'll run through some um, not so great places. You'll see you'll see the triple X rated you know, stores, the, that the adult store, the yeah, cannabis you know, shop. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. all those things, right. all those like, things that Anaheim. make California, California, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> life goes on in California. I know Florida, we can kind of block it out, but no, California, <laughs> life is still happening. Yeah, it's definitely outside the bubble. But, but anyway, you, but, but we're just trying to say, like, it's, it's all worth it if you go in with the right mindset. Okay. So just, we want to give you that heads up in, in advance. Weather related, I have never had, like, Listen, I am the biggest Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Like, it's not too hot, not too cold. Like, I'm that kind of runner. And I always felt like Disneyland treated me right during this race weekend, during that January during, weekend. Yeah, it was like on this weekend. Yes. I, like, I, me, which but, is why I believe they moved it. <laughs> maybe that's why they moved it. Maybe that's why they moved it. But yeah, if you were going to pick a race weekend to do and you're a weather freak person like I am, this is your race weekend. It's going to be glorious. Um, it almost always is. It, I never, again, never got rained on, never had too cold, never had too hot. It was always just comfortable and cool and perfect running weather and loved it. So, so yeah, Disneyland. The, the one thing, yeah, the, and the one other thing that I want to mention about the Disneyland weekend, it's the only one right now that they are putting on that's out in California. And because of that, it's the only opportunity to earn coast to coast. Yeah. And I know Patty mentioned earlier about running a perfect season, which if you're going to run a perfect season goes from wine and dine to springtime. So it would go from November to April. If you are looking to do a coast to coast, which would mean one race in Florida and the Disneyland half marathon weekend, that is actually calendar year. So if you run wine and dine, you had to have already run Disneyland in that year, right? So if you're running like Wine and Dine 2023, that will not count as your Florida race in order to get coast to coast. Right. So it's great also because that's the race to get coast to coast. You need it and it's the only opportunity to get it right now. But, you know, you should just also know with the timing because I can't tell you how many times, you know, I would have – People, I have seen people show up and say, oh, but I ran this race and no, it doesn't count. And, and it's just, you know, disheartening when you get there and you think you're getting something and you're not. So yeah. 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 Yep. All right. Next race weekend. All right. Princess. Now, Princess Half Marathon Weekend. This was my introduction to the Run Disney community. It will always hold a very special place in my heart. And yeah, but it also, it also gets some negative, there's some negative aspects to it that, that can happen. Jane, what do you think about Princess Weekend? What, what do you want to pull out and, and give people a heads up on? So I think my biggest thing about Princess Weekend is it's very female focused and um, it's a great first time weekend. There's a lot of first time runners that go to Princess Weekend and if you're into all the girly stuff and the pinks and the purples and the princesses and all that fantastic jazz, this is going to be the weekend for you. This is the glitter gel pen for my Swifties. This is the glitter gel pen weekend of the Run Disney Race weekends. It is the girliest, most wonderful weekend 
that they offer. However, if too many women is a issue for you, then maybe this is not the weekend for you. You know, it's just not for me. I tend to be somewhat less girly, which is weird because like the whole palette and the whole like I'm a princess thing is very my vibe. But I don't actually feel connected with a lot of the princesses. So like that's a thing for me. But I also find that there's a lot of like, like this race weekend has been known, although it has gotten way better in recent years. It's been known to be the race weekend where they threw wine glasses. <laughs> they did. And in and we had video of this isn't this isn't urban legend. Like I, I saw it happen uh, where people were snatching uh, clothes out of each other's hands and sizes. And it, it was, it, it has been a very ugly, like expo situation. I've seen people on the courses where it just gets very backed up and very congested. And a lot of this just has to do with, I think princess is a big draw for first timers. And, and for me, and it's a girl's weekend and it's a girl's like, weekend. A lot of people mm-hmm. make it a girl's weekend. Yeah. For the first, I think three years that I did princess, it was a girl's weekend. It was just, I, it was just me and my girlfriends and we all showed up together and we would run this race together. And it wasn't until, you know, a little while later, actually, gosh, no, for probably the first eight years that I ran princess, I think it was all girls weekends. And then um, after that, it's broken off and and not so much for me anymore. But I, I recognize that that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people are bringing like their little kids for the first time and getting them into running and doing their first 5k or their first 10k with their daughters. And it's men run with their daughters and and women run. And it's, so it's, it can be a a big first timers uh, vibe. So if you're also looking though for something that you want to feel comfortable with as a first timer, I say princess, I think this is a great first timers event I think you will not be alone. I think you will just enjoy the camaraderie and the excitement that is there. And, and yeah, women supporting women and men supporting women. Like it's, it's a lot of that, that feeling that goes on there. And, and it's, it's a lot of fun. I will say princess, while not the most expensive race weekend that you can pick, this is going to be a, this is going to be the second most expensive, probably race weekend. If you're planning on staying um, on, on resort and flying down and renting a car. All of those things. This is um, Princess Happens every year, the weekend after President's Day, which is a, a Monday. And so it's the following weekend. So what happens is that week of President's Day, a lot of schools in the Northeast are out. Yeah. For the for the week. It's the yeah, it's the Northeast winter break. Yep. And so they all come down to Disney World. And I'm not exaggerating. Like if you stand in line and you're talking to people, you will find so many people from New Jersey, it'll blow your mind. New York. Um, yeah, New York, it's New New York Jersey. and New Jersey. <laughs> um, and so so they all come down during that week. Well, because they because Disney knows this and because the airlines knows this and because the 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 car rental agencies know this, they jack up the prices. So that's another thing to look at if you are trying to figure out like what's the most cost effective or whatever. This race weekend can be expensive. This also tends to be the race weekend that yes, they still will dangle some um, some discounts at us. They tend to not be as generous, not to be as many, and definitely tend to be more limited because the the hotels are already booked up with non-race people. 
So that is something to keep in mind uh, from a, you know, logistics perspective, if you're trying to figure things out, you will probably spend a little bit more money to come to Princess Weekend because it does tend to be more expensive. I will also say, though, if you can plan to stay after the race, if you, you know, show up on Saturday, run on Sunday, and then have a vacation the week after, you'll be really happy you did because it tends to empty out and tends to be a, a much more chill. It's like, the calm before the spring break storm starts and you have very limited weight lines and usually pretty decent weather. Um, Princess again can be very hot or it can be very cold, but it it tends to be more hot than cold, but also dry. So listen, if you don't want to run in wet shoes, then dry is good. There have of course been exceptions. The frozen 5k was officially a frozen 5k one year. Like it was that cold. But outside of that, I think for the most part, you get, you're going to get the 70s to the 80s, which isn't great running weather. But yeah, it's usually pretty warm that week. It, but like, it's usually pretty I, warm. Yeah. And it's like, it's such a weird thing because as a person who lives here, we usually have pretty decent weather right around there. It's just that one weekend. Mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. what happens every year during that weekend? That like it knows, hey, we're gonna you know send through this warm front or whatever it is. Oh, it's just joke, it's a very the joke very is odd that thing. Florida doesn't like women. Take that as you will. Um, <laughs> is, is is that a joke? <laughs> I, I or just, is that a fact? <laughs> I've just heard that before. Um, anywho, so yeah, so that's princess. Good for first timers, but you know there are some logistical things to keep in mind because it also probably has the biggest personality. <laughs> We're going to put it that way um, for any race weekend. The last Friend Disney race weekend of the year at this time is going to be the Springtime Surprise. And what can we say about Springtime Surprise? It truly is a surprise every yeah, year. It really so is. Yeah, yeah. We, you don't really know what I mean you don't really know what weather you're gonna get you don't really know what theme you're gonna get I mean there's a whole bunch of things that go on this race weekend is relatively new it replaced Star Wars Dark Side which R.I.P. it replaced the Star Wars Dark Side weekend so I mean I know that that race was special for a lot of Star Wars fans and When they brought this race back, this springtime surprise, they said it was going to be different distances and a surprise new theme every year. So whereas like January is always Fab Five related because they are the flagship characters or or I guess, I don't know, is it six or seven now because they we include Daisy and the monks? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But anyway, it's very classic themed for Marathon Weekend and then... Wine and Dine usually changes their theme, but it's usually some sort of theme that they can work into food. Princess is obviously always princess themed. And then that leaves springtime surprise. So last year, not this past year, so not 2023, but 2022 is the first year they did it. And their theme that year was actually former race themes. So we had the Everest 5K, which happened at night, which was an old race we had. We had the Tower of Terror 10-miler. We had the Race for the Taste 10K. These are all old Run Disney races that have been canceled. So that was super fun. This past year, 2023, it was all Pixar themed. So we had the Cars 5K. We had 
the Monsters Inc. 10K, and we had the 10 miler, which was Toy Story themed. And then, so the challenge, if you do all three, that was Finding Nemo themed. That was super cool because the nod for that was a throwback to the very last Disneyland weekend that we had in 2017. So it was almost like an Easter egg of what was to come, which was the announcement for Disneyland races. So super cool there. This coming year, we have no idea what the theme is. They did just announce that. I think it's the challenge is Stitch. Is that mm-hmm. what they announced? Yep, that's the thing. So the challenge is going to be Stitch themed. There's some rumors that the 5K could be up themed. The 10K could be Lion King themed. And that the 10 miler, not a half marathon on this weekend, 10 miler could be Peter Pan themed, which like Mermaid Lagoonish. That is the rumor, not confirmed, but with the overall theme being adventure. So more to come on that, which is super exciting. But what I love about this weekend is the option to do a 10 miler. 10 miler is my absolute favorite of the like quote unquote distances. If you're going to do, you know, like a longer race, it's a great jumping off point. If you've done a 10K, but you're like afraid to do a half marathon because it's twice as much, a little more than twice as much. So if you're looking for like a way to step up from a 10K and do something before you go to a half marathon, 10 miler, perfect, perfect, perfect race to do that. And if you also need, if you also need a proof of time race. For, for your a marathon, marathon yep. this 10 miler could be your your perfect opportunity for that, except as Jane was just about to mention, it tends to be hot that weekend. So if you are a weather person, if you're somebody who's training up in the north where it's still very co- cold and chilly, and then you come down here and you think you're going to PR your 10 miler, you may, be, you may be not. You might want to adjust those expectations. But say you're a Floridian who's already running in this soup all the time, that may work out really well for you. But this, the 10 miler could be a good opportunity to get your proof of time for your next uh, marathon uh, weekend crowd placement if that's what you need um, to do that. So yeah, springtime, I would also say from by the numbers, it's probably also your most gettable races in the sense that in my experience, when, when they added this race weekend, it sold out quickly the first year, but then after that, it did not sell out very quickly at all for the following years. This was even when it was back Star Wars and everybody keeps going, why won't they bring Star Wars back? We won't, we miss Star Wars. Well, I can tell you this race never sold out except for the first year as a Star Wars race. I don't think it's because people didn't like the theme. I honestly feel like the the dates and the time frame as a parent with kids that are still in school, this timing is a tough one to figure out. Um, if your spring break does not fall in line with when springtime surprises, like you're already taking which a week. most don't. Most, most don't, absolutely. And yeah. Which is why we're having these. This, so it's just like it's it's extra travel. It's extra time. It's extra like adding in that families, it may not work for families. 
if you're a single person that's coming out and doing this, or you're coming out with a group of girls or a group of guys or, or whatever you're, you're, you're doing with friends, um, it could work for you because your family is all back at, you know, back at home in school or whatever. And so you can make it work. But the heads up that I will give you is that this is the most expensive race weekend of the year because it's spring break ish timeframe, which is just, it's just expensive. All of the hotels on property are, are really, they're really expensive. The flip side to that is, again, typically, eventually, we do end up getting those discounts. Um, and they do tend to be more generous. Like I can usually get people into the rooms that they need for the discounts they need, but you're still starting at a, just a much higher rate. So, you know, when they come in and they're like, now you can get 35% off. Yeah, but it's still 35% off the highest rate of the year. You know, I mean, you're still, it's, it's still expensive. That's just what I'm saying. So I think springtime, um, is the one that you will have the most likely chance of getting into. If you're new to this, if you want to try something out, this may be the race weekend that you, that you try to start with as your goal race in the future. Um, but just know it's going to stick or shock you. It's going to be expensive. And then also we have no idea what to tell you as far as themes and such, because it could change every year. That 10 miler may not stick around. We hope it does. Cause I think it's perfect kind of mixes things up and keeps people interested in, you know, trying something different and trying something new. So I like the 10 miler idea. I've never run one, but I like the idea behind it um, very much. Uh, so I hope that sticks around, but we, we don't know. It's, it's the surprise weekend. Yeah. And I think it's, like you said, it's, it's so theme dependent, whether people love it or hate it. Like even with they're not, you know, when they announced Stitch as the challenge, I have no attachment to Stitch whatsoever. I was like, oh, that doesn't grab me, right? But there are plenty of people out there that absolutely adore Stitch and they're yep. like, oh my God, I cannot pass up this weekend. So it really is going to be dependent on the theme. Like I said, you know, if they turn around and make it somehow superhero Avenger themed, which we know we can't have certain characters out here in Florida, but we can have other ones. So if you want to make a Guardians race or you want to make a Loki race or, you know, the ones we can use here, I'm not mad about it. I'd sign up for that. I'd probably give you twice as much money. <laughs> Don't tell them but, that, Jane. <laughs> I know. I know. But you know, but like for Stitch or whatever, that's just not my thing. I mean, you know, we'll see about the other themes that come through because even the other three races, if they are the themes that they say they are, you know, Up doesn't do it for me. Lion King, oh, maybe, I don't know. But like Peter Pan, love Peter Pan. So, you yeah. know, it just depends. And that's that's sort of, I think it's hard for them to be able to find something that really appeals to everybody. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what the future holds on that one, but, and we'll see what the future holds on future race weekends and what they decide to do. Uh, they've only ever done four in Florida. And I think if you look at the calendar from not just how busy the parks are, but also how hot it gets in Florida, I think four were tapped out in Florida. I don't think if they're going to add races, no, we're we, done. yeah, we might see one more over at Disneyland at some point. Um, just for anyone who wasn't aware, there used to be four races at Disneyland as well. But again, 2017, they stopped doing those. So fingers crossed that, you know, soon, someday we will be able to announce and we'll be able to add what you need to know about one more race weekend at, at Disneyland. But for now, 
those are kind of the highlights. Those are the specifics that we know of that we wanted to touch on and give you uh, for each race weekend as we currently know them. And, and you know, A, if, if you've already signed up for them so that you can kind of plan around them, but B, also if you're interested in trying run Disney in the future, maybe this sways you one way or the other towards one of the race, race weekends that you're going to try to try to register for. I'm going to list in show notes a whole bunch of resources that are Run Disney specific. So again, if you're new or if you're old and you just need some refreshers or you want to just check and see, you know, what other tips and information we have to share, I'm going to list a whole bunch of them. You can just click right through and go check some different resources out for Run Disney. What else, Jane? Anything that you want to add? Uh, you can also email us at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com. And then, like you had said earlier, feel free to join us in our Facebook group, No Guilt Disney. We're happy to answer any questions there. And join us next time when Teresa is back. <laughs> oh, what do we say after that? <laughs> Teresa always says it. Join us on the No Guilt Disney podcast because as Patty likes to say. Oh, as Patty <laughs> likes to say. So join us next time when Teresa is back and you can join us. What? What does she say? Uh, it's no fun. Oh, shit. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> it's no fun to fangirl. Join us next time on the No Guilt Disney podcast. Because as Patty likes to say. There you go, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> it's no fun to fangirl run disney alone bye y'all like i don't know i don't ever have to say that line i know my <laughs> lines by heart i don't even have to write it down <laughs> all right some of us needs notes okay jane get off my back <laughs>